Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now joined by our baseball insider, Kevin Bohan. Kevin was supposed to have actually been on yesterday, but for some reason he's got a daytime job that he had to pay attention to. <laughs> really? Yeah, wow. I, I mean, I was kind of shocked when he sent me that. Golly. I'm like, really, Kevin? Really? You've got to work mm-hmm. at your other job? <laughs> so, he's gracious enough to come on today. This is kind of like a make good. And yeah. um, at the, at the, uh, i got to tell you, Kevin, I, I do this now every day, that at least that they're in the paper. I've started watching scores. And you're talking about some crazy scores that's going on in and around high school baseball and then you look at the um, at the softball scores and there's just equally as some crazy scores that's going on there but there were some big games that uh, have been going on uh for smith Southside, uh edge of springdale harbor eight to seven what we thought was going to be a showdown ends up being a 10 nothing blowout harding academy 10 Rosebud, nothing. And, um, I mean, I could go on and on. We've been talking about how Arkadelphia has been playing uh, so well as of late. They shut out Fountain Lake 2 to nothing. But the score that caught my eye initially was Conway St. Joe 6, Southside B Branch 5. That's exactly right. And, yeah, we'll start right there. I, I asked Easton Swafford. He's plays for Southside B Branch. Razorback commit. Easton's hitting 600 on the year, thereabouts, and I talked to the Gatorade committee about him today. But I said, what happened? He said, <laughs> we played bad. And that happens, especially in baseball, and, and you've been around the game long enough that you, it's so hard to go out there and be perfect or be at your best every day. And the ones that can do that are getting paid money to do it. The because they can do it for eight months out of the year, 12 months out of the year, eight when they're competing at the highest level. So high school kids, they have off days, and that's kind of what you know happened. St. Joe, they're having a really good year. Uh, they have one more test, and that's bigger low. If they take care of them, they're going to win the, the 5-2A conference. And Southside, we talked about it a couple weeks ago when they beat Bentonville 5-4. to four. Harbor had a, an off game last night. They only had one clean inning by a pitcher. And when that happens, when you have walks, when you have errors, and give up a couple timely hits, Lucas Jackson hit the game-tying home run in the top of the seventh for the Mavericks. You give those teams, you let them hang around, hang around, hang around, and they'll come back and they'll bite you in the end. And that's like I said last night. Nobody wants to play Fort Smith Southside when it comes playoff time because they're very dangerous. They've got a top-end arm in David Sword. They've got another young man who just came back from Tommy John surgery, Ty Jones. And that's a good one-two punch. Then you got Kent Carlisle at short. you got Zeb Allen, who's a speedster on the bases. They're going to give a lot of teams trouble. You had Conway beat North Little Rock 11-3. Conway, and I've talked about this, they've gone through a three-headed monster for every conference game. The last three conference games... They do, they do have a starter in Austin Rainey, a middle reliever in Preston Proc, and then they bring in the big lefty, Hugh Hill, to close out the game. And it's worked. You keep pitch counts down. You're doing it a couple times a week. The kids are throwing 80 pitches a week, 
And it's just another way of thinking about how to go about doing baseball, and it's been successful. Uh, Harding Academy, they didn't have Kate Smith last night, but they did have Gavin Alvey, they had Levi Lang, they had Kyler Hoover, and Russ Martin did as good as he could for five innings, held him to two runs. But then, then Harding Academy got to him in the sixth, scored eight runs to make it a 10 nothing win. Gavin Alvetti, he's turned into a pitcher, folks. We talked about it last week. He's a pitcher now. Uh, he's still going to go to college to catch, but he's, he's making himself more marketable to four-year colleges by showing what he's been able to do on the mound. Hmm. Do you suspect that he could be that so-called two-way player? Um, you might see it at JUCO, but you don't see many two-way players at uh, the Arkansas level. Do you, do you see that yeah, as a possibility? Yeah, you don't, and that's, yeah, that's where he'll have to figure out what he wants to do long-term. Ethan Bates, who went to Arkansas, he was there last year. He played a little bit. Didn't get they, He didn't think he was going to get the time he should have thought he should get this year at Arkansas, so he transferred to Navarro. Well, he set the world on fire down there, hitting home runs, uh, high batting average, on-base percentage. Well, he got to pitch last week. Went six and two-thirds innings, shut them down, nine strikeouts, something silly like two hits. <laughs> and he, had, he hadn't thrown off a mound since his senior year of high school. And that was cut short because it was pandemic year, 2020. He's, he's going to go to the next level as a hitter, but he did get to pitch. And that might be something that a Louisiana Tech or an NC State or an Oklahoma State looks at because they're willing to give guys a shot at being two-way players. That's interesting. All right, the SB Top 7, you authored that. So we will start uh, kind of with the heading, because uh, really uh, this would encompass more than just the 6A level. But we talked about it, Kevin, last year. I think we did uh, last, last year. Uh, last Friday on Around the Horn, and that was the year of the pitcher. And you would think by now the bats would be catching up. There would be none of this. Uh, you know, the pitchers always start off a little bit ahead of the hitters and so forth and so on. Uh, that shouldn't be the case now, but the pitchers are still dominating. It is definitely the year of the pitcher. They really are, Andy, and we'll start in Class 7A. You look at what you got, Springdale Harbor, number one, and we'll go ahead and let it let the cat out of the bag right now. Rogers went 2-0 this week in their, <laughs> in their doubleheader in conference play, so we might have a new number one. But Springdale Harbor's got Cooper Dawson, Ross Felder, Ty Ridley. Those are three arms that they really rely on. Rogers, Bentonville, Conway that we just mentioned with their three-headed monster. Cabot, Aiden Velasquez, he's a sophomore. They're relying on sophomore pitchers to go out and shut down North Little Rock, which he did last week. Little Rock Catholic, Lucas Greer, Camden Tanner, Cade Cartwright. Those guys can really pitch. And then Fort Smith Southside, who we just mentioned. David Sorg going to the University of Oklahoma. That's the top seven in 6A right now, and I don't see anything changing. Uh, props to Northside Grizzlies. They swept Bryant this year, but Bryant lost to a uh, Little Rock Central team last night that's probably not going to make the playoffs. Why? Because they got shut down by a pitcher. Uh, Luke Lawrence, I believe is his name, and I apologize if the last name's incorrect because it got sent to me this, la- this uh, last hour, but he allowed one run uh, off a Northside team that can swing it really well. All right, as you look at Class 6A, 
You mentioned Rodgers. I guess that would make Rodgers 18-3 and three now rather than 16-3. and three. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and you said they probably will slip into that top spot. But of those seven teams, and really it doesn't even have to be from these seven, is it too early to start looking and thinking who might be the favorite to win Class 6A this year? Uh, I don't think it's too early. I think you look at Rodgers and then just the talent that Harbor has. Uh, those two faced off in the finals last year. I think they could do it again. Conway has the talent and the, and the arms that could do it. If, they, if those guys keep getting stronger and stronger and then their offense keeps going, you got Kyler Spencer, uh, Tucker Satterfield, uh, Zach Zuba, the catcher that's going to UCA. Conway's my dark horse right now that could maybe crack that 6A West firewall. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're right now 1-2-3, and regardless of whether yeah. or not Rogers moves up, Springdale Harbor moves down, that's still 1-2-3. and three. Um, Class 5A, Van Buren is holding on to that top spot. But why do I sense that Jonesboro is <laughs> knocking on the door? That is exactly right. And Jonesboro has been so hot of late. They beat Green County Tech 14-0 yesterday and beat them like they stole something. And <laughs> they just keep hitting the ball and hitting the ball hard. Uh, Josh Heineman, the Arkansas community, he's got eight home runs. Uh, little Hossman, it's Red Hossman's younger brother, hit a home run yesterday. It was a grand slam. And I, I made a I made a joke on Twitter. I said, if you see a red flag, there's not severe weather. It's the hurricanes coming to town, and nobody wants to play them right now. They're sitting on top of the 5A East. Benton is dropping a little bit. Uh, they've lost three out of their last four games. El Dorado's gotten back in their winning ways after dropping to Whitehall. Uh, Greenbrier, who is tied with Green, with Van Buren at the top of the 5A uh, West, they're going to give teams some problems. And then another team you need to look out for, Little Rock Christian in that 5A Central. They still have to play Benton. Uh, Reese Torini, Nate Gross, two uh, left-handed pitchers you need to watch out for. Reese Torini's had one heck of a year. He's 5-0 in conference play. He's got a sub-1 ERA, and, I, and his strikeout-to-walk ratio is 9-1. to uh, Going into last night, he had 66 strikeouts, only seven walks. So Coach Brandon Eller's got a really good – Ace he can rely on, and then you got a, a battery mate in Charlie Carter who's going to Oklahoma State in two years. Uh, the, the Warriors could make some noise in that 5A. Why do I sense that the dark horse is not even showing up in the top seven? And I'm saying the dark horse has to be Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, Brooklyn is actually in 4A. They had a 5A school in ah, football. Ah, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, they're, that's where they're at. They're not a dark horse in 4A at all. They're at uh, number three right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, got them in the wrong class. I started saying yep. they should be in this Super 7 <laughs> poll for that's Class right. 5A. Why are they not in there? Okay, that answers my question. We'll get to 4A then in a moment. All right, hang in there, Kevin. This is Drive Time Sports. Kevin Bohannon, our baseball insider, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. Listen for birthday. Well, the ribbon is now officially on top of the box. And that is five-star Anthony Black has officially signed with the University of Arkansas. That's great. So that is the final ribbon on this star-studded 
recruiting class compiled by Eric Musselman and staff. And he was supposed to sign at 4 o'clock today, and it is now official. He has signed with the University of Arkansas. Well, that's good. I, I don't know that anybody was breathing uneasy on that. I think he was pretty solid commitment. Uh, you know, we had the question yesterday about the Twins actually coming from Rhode Island. Will they come? They're both. Uh, they both have their names in the NFL, the NBA draft. We don't know that. Um, again, if Jalen Williams comes back, do you have to have all of the guys that they've got coming in of that size? Maybe not, but it's sure good to have. Mr. Black. Sure would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Time to I check missed. the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Have you tried banking with Cube? Cutting edge technology. Classic customer service. Only at First Arkansas Bank and Trust. I'm sorry, Kevin. Let me get this in real quick. This from yeah. our Go ahead. Buzz text line. Uh, this came from the 479. I thought Anthony Black was signing today. That's the reason why. All right. He did. He did. How about that? All right, Kevin, my apology. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, You know, you talk about signing, and I I miss it when there was only one signing day in football. Yes. I look forward to your show show every year in that February, and you always Mm -hmm. come on with the the signed, sealed, delivered song. It was was just something Mm -hmm. about it. It was like a a culmination of a day that everybody celebrated. Plus, we usually had – you know, anywhere from four to eight or ten interviews. Uh, we would get uh, lined up with the prospects, get them on the air after they'd sign letters, yeah, and got to interview them. That, that's that's a no more, no longer process. Lots changed over the years, and uh, now with the transfer portal and everything else that goes on, it's uh, not not quite the same. And the high school kids are continuing. To get squeezed, I don't know if it's as bad, uh, Kevin, in baseball as it's seemingly now in both football and basketball. Where, I mean, why does uh, you know if a school loses, uh, you know, a, a player to the portal, then you know why should he go to the high school ranks yeah. when he can go to go the to transfer the portal. portal and find one yeah. that's uh, you know somewhat of a proven commodity? You know what yeah. you're getting. Exactly. I think you have to weigh your, your wants and needs at a specific position. And you look at Coach Van Horn, what he's done with his last two or three recruiting classes, he's recruited strong up the middle. You get shortstops because they're what? They're, they're athletic. They can, you know, they're versatile. They can play different positions. You get center fielders because they can run. They can play multiple positions out there. Usually they're really good athletes. And you, and you always stock up on pitchers, and then you fill in your needs where you need to through recruiting, get get a what would equate to a five star in Caden Wallace to play over at third base, mm-hmm. or you know you go to the portal and get a Chris Lanzilli, a Michael Turner. Yeah, he's turned major benefits uh, for Arkansas. All right, uh, before we get too far off track, let's finish up on our SB Live Class Four A, and there is. Brooklyn, the Bearcats, okay, number three in the Class 4A Super 7 poll. So, thank you, Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, Brooklyn's sitting at number three right now. They got a big series with Valley View next week. That's going to decide who wins the 3-4A. Lone Oak's sitting at 22-4 right now. 
they're rolling along. Had senior night last night. 22-4, and four, that's, that's a really good year for the Jackrabbits. They're going to finish at number two in the 5-4A conference. The Joe T. Robinson Senators, with uh, sweeping Stuttgart last night, have clinched their conference title uh, in effective clincher conference title. They got a series next week. They're projected to win. Huntsville finally lost to Harrison. And then Shallow Christian beats Harrison. So the 1-4-A is still up for grabs. Farmington and Huntsville play next week to decide that. Morlton wrapped up the 4-4-A last night with a convincing win. Congratulations to my good friend Matt Long and his team. Arkadelphia beat Fountain Lake, as you mentioned earlier, 2-0. And then, Randy, I got to apologize to the teams in the 8-4-A conference. Every time I rank somebody, they get beat. <laughs> Camden Fairview, they lost. Monticello, they lost. Magnolia, they've lost a couple of times. Star City may be the next one on the block. They're sitting on top of the conference right now. Uh, so the 8-4-A is up for grabs. Uh, the 7, Arkadelphia is in control of it. You've got all your conference champions heading into the last week of the season. That just means it's really competitive. How about that? It's That's just right. a very, very competitive conference. All right, as we take a look at 3A, because I don't want to run out of time, I want to make sure we get all yep. the different classifications in. Harding Academy stays atop the defending champion, 19-3. and Yep, actually 20-3 and after their win with Rosebud last night. Camden Harmony Grove keeps rolling along. Walnut Ridge is at the top of their conference right now. Uh, big series against uh, Walnut, or they play Rivercrest next week. Ashdown, they're number one in their conference, even though they dropped a close one to Prescott last week. Then Rivercrest, we talked about the Colts a couple weeks ago. They keep hanging around. Uh, Paris, another team to look out for, Randy, is Boonville. And Elkins is playing good ball of late. Bergman won the 1-3A uh, virtue of their sweep over Lincoln. So congratulations to the Panthers. Can't remember the, when the last time was they won a conference title in baseball. But they'll get to hang the banner this time next year. Class 2A, Woodlawn in a very familiar position, the lookout for those Jaguars of McCrory. And they're playing inspired baseball. They started out 1-3, so they won 15 of their last 16 games. Uh, they beat Carlisle last week 16-2. We talked about that on Friday. Murfreesboro, they keep winning. They're up on Horatio right now. Melbourne, team you need to watch out for. Uh, they're going to win their conference. Buffalo Island Central is 10-0 in their conference as well. So everything went to script last week in 2A. Uh, I still think it's Woodlawn and McCrory at the end. And then you look at Class 1A, Westside Greer's Ferry, holding on to that top spot, the lookout for Norfolk. That's right. Norfolk, as of last night, they've won 13 straight, and they're all in the same conference, 1, 2, and 3. That's, that's how they line up right now. Uh, Izzard County still has to play Norfolk, I believe, next week. Taylor has won their conference. So has Washita. Mount Ida is going to be a really tough two seed. Uh, Mark Tree lost another game to Armorell last night. So the Tigers, with their tradition, Armorell could make their first appearance in our Super 7 1A poll. And uh, this is the SB Live uh, Class 6A through Class 1A. Now, Rick, what uh, Kevin pointed out to me today that – I wasn't aware of. Uh, is is this like the the uh, your birthday on Drive Time Sports of four years? It is actually my birthday four years. Another ago Another birthday. Wow. Yeah, and my I actual birthday is tomorrow, which is 
which is Good really grief. funny. Actual birthday's tomorrow. Well, but cool. four years ago today was uh, my introduction to radio, and I hit Randy up about we needed to get get some talk about high school baseball going on. And it was really funny because I reached out to him and I said, I got a couple of guys. He was like, look, I trust you. I know you. How about you come on and do it? And four years later, look where we're at. Happy wow. anniversary and happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, we'll I get both of those. I mean, that's like a grand slam right there. All right, Kevin, <laughs> we will talk with you on Friday. That is our baseball insider. We'll go around the horn with Kevin on Friday. <laughs>